Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. With God, everything is possible. Hallelujah. Everything is possible with God. Everything. Everything is possible. You know? You say, you know, when it comes to God, when it comes to God, you have to believe. You don't have to understand. Hallelujah. Do you hear what I said? When it comes to dealing with God, you have to believe. You don't have to understand. Hallelujah. The believing is more important than the understanding. Because when you say with God, all things are possible, you look at your life, it doesn't make sense. But when it comes to God, when it comes to God, you believe first. The most important is to believe. Hallelujah. Later on, you may understand, but it's not important. Believe. You experience it by your belief, not your understanding. Hallelujah. You understand what I said? So it's not, you are not meant to understand it. When you are dealing with God, you are meant to believe it. Hallelujah. One of the fantastic, the, the, the scripture says that, the, the scripture says that through faith, through faith, through faith, we understand that the world was framed. Through faith, we understand. So our understanding came after we believed. You believe him first and you understand. No, not, not the reverse. Hallelujah. Isn't it through faith we understand that the worlds were framed? Hallelujah. Amen. So through faith, we understand that the worlds were through faith. So the first thing, our understanding came through faith, which is believing. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So you have to believe God that it will work. Amen. Then when it works, you understand. Amen. Is somebody hearing me? Yes. Through faith, you have to believe God that you will be well. Then when it happens, you understand. Because if you want to understand why you were, you will not understand it. Why? A lot of people come to church coming to understand. Look, forget about understanding. If you, if, you, if you want to understand, meet me at the lecture hall. I will lecture you to understand. I'm a good lecturer. Hallelujah. But that's not what I'm doing here. Believe first. I believe you believe. Amen. I said, through faith, through faith. The first thing is, the understanding came through faith. So you must believe first. And then later when you understand. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why we sing that song that with God all things are possible. Amen. Amen. So believe that you will live and you will not die. Amen. Believe that you will prosper. Amen. Believe that you will marry. Amen. Believe that you have a child. Amen. Believe that you have a job. Amen. Now you can't understand it but believe it. Amen. Then when it happens you will understand. 
Hallelujah. Yeah, through faith. We understand. Amen. Amen. Maybe we should learn some uh, our memory verse. Our memory verse for today is one that everybody knows. Psalm 23, verse 1 and 2. Go. It's only one and two. Go. Okay, off the screen. This row. This row. Okay, from this section, those of you behind here, go. <laughs> go. Okay, those in that corner, go. <laughs> oh, you said it. Go. Your hands together for the wonderful hallelujah! <laughs> hallelujah, that's beautiful. Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Amen. Some of us, the statement I shall not want is very far from you, but you have to believe it because now there seems to be a lot of want, but you have to believe. No, I'm serious, you have to believe. I've come to see that people do well in God because they believe, not because they are right. Just believe. Hallelujah. Through faith, through faith, we understand. So as you believe, later will you understand. But don't try to understand before you believe. Hallelujah. Do you understand how the remote control works? You just take it and pew. How many of you have tried to figure out how the remote, you have, you have want to figure out how the remote control works before you use it? You don't. But you believe that when I press, it will change the channel. Tell your neighbor, have faith in God. Say, believe. Later you will understand. So believe. Hallelujah. Alright, so we are continuing on our series on the anointing and the presence. Amen. And today I'm going to, um, I'm going to talk about um, the benefits of his presence. Hallelujah. But let's look at a certain scripture here. Um, let's get to the background of what Moses said. Exodus chapter 33. See? When we come to church, make sure that the Bible is read. Amen. Exodus chapter 33. Let's get it. Verse 1. The Bible says that, And the Lord said unto Moses, Depart, and go up hence, thou and the people, which thou hast brought up, out of the land of Egypt, unto the land which I swear unto Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, saying, unto thy seed I will give it. Good. 
I will send an angel before thee. I will drive out the Canaanite, the Amorite, and the Hittite, and the, and the Perizzite, and the Hivite, and the Jebusite. Unto a land flowing with milk and honey. Let's end up there. How many here will go? How many here will go? God said, Moses, Moses, get up. You and all these people, go to the land that I promised to your father Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The land of the Jebusites, the Perizzites, the Amorites, the, all the ites. And I'm even going to send my angel to go before you to drive them out. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm even going to send my angel to drive them out. So go. On, and, and I'm telling you that why I'm sending you, the land flows with milk and honey. So go. Go. Most of us will not even wait. For, a lot of us will not even wait for the instructions. We will take our bag and we will run. Milk and honey. Angels are going in front of me. I'm there, Lord. This is a, this, this is a point, the point. The part I want you to notice. For I will not go up in the midst of thee. For thou art a stiff neck people, lest I consume thee in the way. Yeah. I'll give you angels. I'll make the way for you. But me, I won't come with you. Yeah. Somebody say mercy. Somebody say mercy. I'm telling you, watch this scripture. He said, Look, whatever you want, I will give you to go by me. I won't come with you. Hey, boy. Yeah. Me? I will not come with you. The reason I will not come with you, see, for thou art a stiff necked people, lest I consume thee in the way. Then verse 4. And when the people heard this evil tidings, they mourned. And, and no man did put on his ornaments. Hallelujah. Amen. That is when Moses made that request. Hallelujah. Amen. In verse, um, verse 10 or whatever. Yes. Okay, verse 11. Verse 12. And Moses said to the Lord, See that thou said unto me, bring up these people, and thou hast not let me know whom thou will send with me. Yet thou hast sent, I will know it by name, and thou hast found grace in my sight. Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. And he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. And he said unto him, If thy presence don't go with me, I will not carry them. You see, I'm trying to show you a scripture. The people were stiff-necked. They were stubborn. They were difficult. God said, no problem. I've already given the promise to Abraham. I've already given the promise to Isaac that I will take you to the land. So go. But me, I won't come with you. You know? Let me tell you something. Recently, I was talking to a young lady. 
Shusero. My daddy said I can go. And I said, how do your daddy say it? He said, my daddy said that if you want to go, go. You see? You see? That is not a go. That's not a go. That is definitely no. He said, the, the father told him, if you want to go, go. And she was trying to tell him, oh, my daddy has released me. I said, no. That's not a go at all. If you want to go, go. No. You have to be careful. That is that. You see, that's what God told the people of Israel. Look, I, I will give you angels, but I will not come with you. You see, you have to be careful to depart with a blessing. There's, look, there are some somebody can so, you can even take yeah, take whatever you want to take and go, but it's not a blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. If you want to go, go. Then she thinks that, she, that that means she can go. <laughs> no. Yeah. The fact that you see, the fact that you have, you have even been given angels does not mean that there's a blessing in it. So Moses said, look, even though you, angels are with me, I need your presence. Hallelujah. Yeah. Look, let's be careful about Things that we do without a blessing. When you are told that you are on your own, don't feel good about it. From today, you are on your own. Then say, no. And 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 I know some people that I know some I know somebody that even though they don't like you, you see the fact that somebody gave you something, so you can take my car. It doesn't mean he's with you at all. Don't be deceived at all. You can take my it doesn't mean it's with you. Hallelujah. So Moses said, Look, even though you have promised me angels, without your presence, I won't go. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, Hallelujah. Amen. Because Moses knew the difference between the presence and the gifts. He knew a clear difference. Look, you are better off going with the Father's blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. You are better off. Don't let your parents say that if you want to go, go. Don't let them say that you are on your own. Don't let you see, even if, like I always preach in this church, or we preach, look, even if you are going to marry and your parents don't like the person, you see, try and get some people to negotiate. Hallelujah. Let some people negotiate, talk, per chance. You may change their mind. But don't say that well. <laughs> That's the loss. That's it. No. You need a blessing. I say you need a blessing. I say you need a blessing. So don't go without a blessing. Hallelujah. You may be given the provision, but you need a blessing. You say, I will even send angels. Go say, look, angels, but me, I won't come with you. And Moses was smarter than that. He never look. No matter what you give me, without your presence, I will not go. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's when, when somebody in authority says, if you want to go, go. And you think that it's go. You don't know what you are talking about. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me, church? You need a blessing. Amen.
So Moses said, no, 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 no. I need your presence. If your presence doesn't, even though you have told us to go. You see, even though you have told us to go, without your presence, we won't go. Hallelujah. Yes. Oh, but he told me to take it. No, yes, they take it, not take it. <laughs> okay, take it. Okay, take it. They usually take it. No. Hallelujah. Deliver yourself from a case. May you go with a blessing. Amen. Amen. So, so, verse 14, Moses said that, and, 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 God said, and God said that, and he said, my presence shall go with thee. Hallelujah. And I will give thee rest. Amen. Why was Moses requesting for the presence? Even though God said, I'll give you angels to go, and I'll conquer them, but Moses was requesting for the presence. Hallelujah. Because Moses, we are talking about the anointing of the presence. Moses understood the effect. Or maybe say Moses understood the benefits. The benefits of God's presence. Hallelujah. You see, you must learn to... <laughs> yesterday we having a very interesting question. You see, you must learn to see the benefits in relationship. Some relationships are toxic. You have to cut it off. You know, uh, let me tell you something. If you are, you see, if, if, if you want to, if you are wise, if you want to do well, then be careful about your relationship. Make sure, listen to me carefully, make sure that the relationships are beneficial. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that, make sure that, I'm not saying that let the relationship be opportunistic. There's something called opportunistic relationship. I'm not talking about opportunistic. It's a word. I'm not talking about opportunistic relationship. I'm talking about beneficial relationship. And every relationship that you have must benefit you. Otherwise, there's no point. Why do you want to hang up with losers? Why do you want to hang up with people who will dra drag you down? Hallelujah. Amen. Just make sure that the relationships are beneficial. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Don't drag people along just for the sake of dragging along. At the end of the day, you must be able to look at all your friends. This is my friend. How do I benefit from this person? How do I no, no, I'm serious. <laughs> Every relationship. Is he okay? Is he okay? I am giving you a religious. Every person in your life ask, what do I benefit from this person? <laughs> if you want to do well. But I, I'm not talking about opportunistic. Which is advantage of taking advantage of people. But what do I benefit from this person? That this person make me a good Christian. That this person teach me how to cook. That this person teach me how to learn. That this person teach me how to be. What do I benefit from this person? Seriously. You must analyze your relationships. I say you must analyze your I'm not talking about opportunistic. Whereby you are just sucking people. 
<laughs> you have turned yourself into a leech. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about beneficial. Beneficial. Beneficial, like, I must benefit from it. That is why you, and, and, and you must an, analyze yourself. The Bible says that, the Bible talks about iron sharpened iron. So a, a, a man has come, a, a, a man's countenance another. Do you see what I'm saying? Iron sharpened iron. If you are iron, you need iron. Understand my message. I'm not talking about opportunistic, whereby it's a one-way trap. You also no, 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 no. But what do I? I mean, some people, see, some some relationship, even some relationship. Some, some sometimes you need to keep some. Um, you need to keep some while uh, some. Uh, let me find the right word. You need to keep people who are who are a bit difficult to handle. You need, don't break it. Because they benefit from that relationship, they'll humble you. <laughs> that person becomes, yes, because of them, you learn humility. <laughs> yeah. No, no, so, some relationship, some relationship will make you learn humility. Because, but for that person, you, you will have become proud. Paul said that, Paul said that there was a thorn in my flesh. Three times I prayed that God take it out. And Lord said, no. My grace is sufficient for you. Therefore, therefore, when I'm weak, I'm strong. That is why some of you, I told my sister, your marriage is very good. It will teach you humility. <laughs> Don't divorce this guy at all. So, so every relationship, look at the benefit. Hallelujah. Yeah, some people will teach you just just by relationship, they will, they will even teach you how to talk. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So Moses said, Moses, Moses asked God, I need you to come with me. Hallelujah. And, and let me tell you something. There was a reason why Moses asked that question. Because he knows that the presence of God brings benefits. Amen. Amen. Are you hearing me? It brings benefits. Yeah. It's not everybody you have to travel with. Some when they come, some when they will come, they become weights and snares. All my stories are true. Because it was in New York. It was in New York that the sister told me a lot. And I preached about Jonah. That the Bible said that there was a um, uh, there was a, a because of Jonah in the boat. There was a major storm. And the boat became calm until after they cast Jonah out. He said, Ah, Reverend, this is my revelation. My, since I'm married, this husband has been like a. <laughs> she actually told me in New York. He said, Rev, thank you for my revelation. I knew that I knew that you had a word for me. Ever since I'm married, this man has been like a Jonah in my boat. I need to cast you. <laughs> Jonah in the boat. I said, hey. So all the message I preach, this is the only revelation. <laughs> and this man is like a Jonah in my boat. <laughs> I need to throw him overboard. <laughs> you know, 
But Moses knew the benefits. Amen. So he said, God, I need you to come with me. Hallelujah. 2020, may God come with you. May his presence, that's why we are talking about the presence. We need his presence. Now, what are the benefits of his presence? The benefits of his presence. He said that, uh, and he said, my presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. <laughs> Hallelujah. One of the benefits we get from God's presence is rest. Rest. See, without God there, you can never rest. Yeah. It says, when I'm with you, you will rest. I will give thee rest. That peace, that tranquility, that ability not to be agitated, it comes by his presence. Hallelujah. I will give thee rest. My presence, I will give thee rest. There is a certain peace, a certain calmness that comes only in God's presence. Hallelujah. To, to be honest with you, to be honest with you, most of our lives, or for most of us, you have only control of less than 5% of your life. You know what I said? A lot of things in your life you have no control. If you think about it carefully, a lot of things in your life you have no control. Hallelujah. We control less than 5% of our life. Yeah. So that is why you need God. That's why you need the presence of God. Because except the Lord build, you build in vain. Amen. Except the Lord watch, you watch in vain. How many times haven't you tried only to come back and cry? Yes. 2020, may he be with you. Amen. I said, may he be with you. Amen. His presence will give you rest. Amen. Yeah. Maybe we have no control. A lot of things that we say we can do, we find out, look, on our own, we fail. Yes. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, in the beginning, in the beginning, God, let me tell you something. Every, all of us must learn to lay a foundation of God in everything. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. Everything you do, make sure that the foundation is God. Because without God, you will struggle. In the beginning, God. Everything you and I do, we need to have a foundation of God. A foundation based on a relationship with God. Otherwise, you will struggle. Try, no matter whether you are a lawyer, accountant, a doctor, a cleaner, a hairdresser, let me tell you something. Except the Lord build. Yeah. It, It doesn't matter where you are. How many times haven't you moved? I say, how many times haven't you moved? Relocated and still. Hallelujah. So we need to lay, I'm sharing this, we need to lay a foundation. Everything we do, lay a foundation of a relationship with God. In the beginning. In the beginning. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. So God must be at the beginning of everything you do. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. I've pitied people who don't pray. You don't pray? I pity you. You don't pray? I pity you. Because let me tell you something. 
Without God, we are nothing. Hallelujah. So start your day with prayer. I pity people who don't pray. In the beginning, God. You cannot lay any... You see, Paul said that no, no, no other foundation can any man lay except that which is Christ. Listen to me. Don't put any foundation under anything without... The, the only foundation that we'll build on is God. Amen. Anything apart from God, that foundation will not last. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. In the beginning, God. Amen. When he's with you, that's when you have rest. Amen. Amen. Don't try to build a marriage. You see, in your marriage, you are beginning to marry, let the foundation be God. Amen. I said, let the, the foundation of your marriage be God. Amen. Because it is that foundation of God that will make the man you see, that, what, what, what makes a man love and care and provide is the fear of God, not your makeup. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's never been your makeup. No. No your makeup at all. You are deceived if you think that your makeup will make him provide. After, after your, 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 your makeup, it is only when you go out. In the inside, it's different. <laughs> The makeup that you are relying on is only on the outside. In the night when we come, we may not. <laughs> so let it be God. It's the fear of God. It's that fear of God. It's that foundation. That's where the rest comes. A lot of people, look, a lot of things we don't control. That's why James said, James, James said that, go to. Say, you hear that said, so, so, and so, and so. We will go and do this, and we'll go and do that. Say, don't say that. Say that God willing. Yes, that's right. willing. You must begin with God willing. Yes. Because there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee that when you leave there, you get home. So, God willing. So, let the foundation be God. It says, don't, don't, don't say, don't, don't, don't say, oh, I'll see you tomorrow. Say, God willing, I will see you tomorrow. Don't say, I will see you tomorrow because you don't want tomorrow. Hallelujah. Amen. You don't control your sleep. No. You do not control your sleep no. at all. <laughs> you don't control your sleep. When you sleep, when you sleep, there's no guarantee to wake you up. Hallelujah. So it is God. So let us lay a foundation of God. Amen. 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 That's why the Bible said the fear of God is the beginning of all wisdom. Amen. Yeah. Don't try to do anything without God. Though. Don't try to do anything without God. Amen. Because I tell you, without God, you are dust. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. No foundation. No foundation. In my child, except the one which was led by Christ, Paul said. In the beginning, God, in the beginning. So Moses, Moses knew that, look, Moses was 100% sure that, look, rest it comes from his presence. If God doesn't come, I'm going to struggle. Right. Hallelujah. Yeah. I pray that you are understanding my message. Yeah. And that you will seek for his presence. Yeah. Well, look, you cannot raise up your children without God. Yeah. This is they are stubborn, though. One day, I stop and two, they know things that you don't know. They know things. They know things. Ah! 
Hey, you go on the internet, even the way, even the way you tap on the internet. Co 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 you don't know. <laughs> 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 and the way you tap, you, you type on it like this. Have you seen them on, on, on this before? <laughs> and you are doing. So you need God. Lay the foundation of your children with God. Let them know God from an early age. In the beginning, God. Hallelujah. Yeah. So I will give you rest. Rest comes with God's rest. We are rest. It comes to God's presence. Amen. Hallelujah. Number two. Acts chapter 3, verse 13. Acts chapter 3, verse 13. It said that Acts, Acts chapter 3, sorry, 19. Let's look at 19. Acts 3, 19. Acts chapter 3, verse 19. 3, 19. Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. When the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. You see, another thing that his presence brings is refreshing. Amen. The presence of God brings refreshing. Why do we, why, you see, you, we, we, we need to be refreshed because as the days goes on, as the years goes on, we become drained. Yeah. Times of refreshing. Times of refreshing. Times of refreshing. It comes in his presence. As you tarry in God's presence. That is why sometimes you are so stressed, you are so harassed, but after church, you look re rejuvenated. That's right. Because you have been in his presence. I say you have been in his presence. I say you have been in his presence. We didn't give you money here, but you go happy because your soul has been refreshed. Times of refreshing, it comes in his presence. I said, times of refreshing, it comes in his presence. Hallelujah. People are dry. See, a lot of people who are cranky and wicked, things are not working for them. Seriously. A lot of people who are at work who are so cranky, they are so wicked, they are mean. If you go and look, things are not working. So, they, so you are just, they are just passing their frustration on you. Yeah. But you see, as a spirit being, as you sit in, I'm talking about spiritual, as you sit in his presence and the word of God comes, you see that somehow you are refreshed. I say you see that somehow you are refreshed because times of refreshing, it comes in his presence. Hallelujah. Yeah. You see you are refreshed. You will not be refreshed by alcohol. Don't be deceived. It comes in his presence. Oh man, I'm going. Uh, I'm so tired. Yeah, we, we hear him. I'm so tired. I work so. I'm so tired. As soon as I leave this place, I'm going to the club. I'm going to. Drink. You, you will wake up and be more miserable. <laughs> With a headache on top. I like that one. Hallelujah. 
His presence brings refreshing. Yeah. Times of refreshing. Just by being in his presence. Hallelujah. You know that somehow, somehow, you have been rejuvenated again to go. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You can go on all the vacation and come back and t- be tired. I know people have gone on vacation. When they came back, they quarreled. <laughs> After the vacation, the quarrel began. May you be refreshed by his presence. I say, may we be refreshed by his presence. Hallelujah. I'm talking about just benefits. I'm just reading the benefits. The benefits of his presence. Amen. The next benefit, Psalm 16 verse 11. Psalm 16 verse 11. It says, Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. In thy presence is what? In that is what? At thy right hand, there are pleasures evermore. Hallelujah. Look, real, the presence of God it brings joy. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, 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 as you keep on feeling depressed and morose, you are not in his presence. Seriously. And sometimes, so, 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 sometimes we get harassed with demons. What you need to do now, when you have that feeling, begin to seek for his presence. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. So when your mind, your mind becomes unsound, that is not God. Right. And a sound mind means you think logically. <laughs> a sound mind means you think logically. A sound mind means you are rational. A sound mind means that you are not suspicious. So your suspicious and your accusation and your acrimony, it is a sign that demons are around you, not the presence of God. And you have to check it yourself. Why have you so why why have you become so cynical? It's not his presence. It's not his presence. It's not his presence. In his presence, there's joy. Hallelujah. Sound mind comes from his presence. Sanity. Sanity. Sound mind. It comes from his presence. Hallelujah. And a sound mind is a sound mind. A sound person thinks logically. Yeah. So, as you people keep on making ridiculous accusations, you wonder whether what, what spirit is moving them. May God deliver you from the spirit of an ill mind. I say, may God deliver you from the spirit of an ill mind. May your mind be sound. Illogical. Ridiculous. You are sitting there with a person. You are talking. Then the person gets up. Then you take the person and run to the bathroom. What's wrong with you? And now lock yourself as if you are going to poo poo. You are going to go through them. If you have anything to ask, why do you ask the person? It's, 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 no, it's, it's something wrong with you. You call the person, where are you? Oh, I close late from work. I'm coming. 
has hung up. You call the boss. When did he leave the workplace? I was wrong with him. <laughs> yeah. That human being told you that oh, I closed late. I am coming. Then after I hang up the phone, you call the workplace. Hey. Any I will just be sure. I just want to make sure. Why? Why, why, why are you behaving like that? Are you normal? It's not sound mind. Yeah. A sound mind. A sound mind is logic. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we are, you see, evil thoughts, evil thoughts, evil thoughts are demonic. Sometimes the Bible says that he shall, when the dragon was released, he caused war on the quarter of the earth. And sometimes a lot of quarreling and argument, they are demons. Because after everything has come down, you wonder why were you quarreling? What was the basis? That must tell you that there was a demon around. Hallelujah. Amen. But his presence brings joy. Joy in his presence. Yeah. Many people are depressed. Many people are depressed. The number one medication that is prescribed is antidepressants. In fact, there are two medications. One is antidepressant and one is uh, the other one. You know what I'm talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about? The blue pill. The blue pill. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the blue pill? don't know the blue pill. Oh, you are clueless. The number one prescribed medication in America is Antidepressant and Viagra. The Viagra is a blue pill. <laughs> in America, go and Google it. What I'm trying to be serious. Let's be serious. I said, let's be serious. People are depressed. I said, people are depressed. And depression is an evil spirit. Amen. But in his presence, there's joy. I say, in his presence, there's joy. I say in spending there's joy. Amen. One lady said, I don't know. I said, he said, these people calling her, why are you so happy on Monday morning? He said, Well, when I come, even though you, you, you all stress me out, when I go to church and they start singing, I shake it off. <laughs> he said, When I go to church and they start singing, I shake it off. I don't need no antidepressant. His presence will bring you joy. I say his presence will bring you joy. I say his presence will bring you joy. People wonder why are you so happy? His presence brings joy. Hallelujah. And the Bible said the joy of the Lord is our strength. Look, you need to be happy. Tell your neighbor be happy in life. I said tell your neighbor be happy in life. Happy in life. Some of you is so difficult to laugh. What's your problem? <laughs> be happy. I said be happy. The spirit of the Lord, it brings joy. Be happy in life. Be happy in life. Learn to be happy. Yeah. People are happy. See, people are happy not because they have a lot, but they have the spirit of God. 
Because there are a lot of people who are wealthy, but without the spirit, they are depressed and they kill themselves. Ah, we hear in the news all the time. All these rich people who have committed suicide. People with millions are killing themselves. You with your 2,000, you are dancing. <laughs> shake yourself! I said, shake yourself! I said, shake yourself! I said, shake yourself! Yeah. Look, with your 2,000, you are very happy. You are shaking yourself. You are very happy. Not because, because a man's life does not consist of the abundance of things that he possesses. Therefore, having food and raiment, let therefore be content. There is a certain blessing, no millions of dollars. It comes from the presence of God. Shake yourself. Shake yourself. I said, shake yourself. Be happy. That's it. Be happy. I'm telling you, be happy. Yes. Dance. Jump. Be happy. It's a, you see, it, let me tell you something. It's a sign that God is with you. you know, praises attract his presence. Memory attract demons. You're constant complaining and memory. You're only surrounded by demons. Be happy. Check yourself. Sing. Dance. Have a party. You can have a party with anything. You can buy one McDonald's and have a party. <laughs> yeah. Look. It's not everything that we say. But you see, I have seen people. I have seen people who live in mansions. People who live in mansions, big bedrooms, and are very depressed. Very, very depressed. In fact, I know, I know somebody. I know, I know somebody who big mansion, very depressed. Anyway, and he, he, the man, the master, he has not slept with his wife. The, the master and the madam have not slept for one year. One whole year. Big man. Meanwhile, the house boy in the house. <laughs> when the master and the wife leave the house, then the house boys who has a girlfriend who's a grammar seller will be <laughs> so they will enjoy the house. <laughs> there was more action in the boys' quarters than the master bedroom. <laughs> Don't let me say certain things. <laughs> yeah. Be happy. I say be happy. I say be happy. Because it's not what you have. It's the presence of God. I say it's the presence of God. People are, why are you so smart? Why are you so happy? It's the presence of God. That's all. You're happy. It's, it's not that you don't have problems with but we are happy in the presence of the Lord. And, and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Everything depends on your point of view. See, the more you pay attention to a problem, the more it magnifies. Sometimes you will, as the bishop was touching us, sometimes just neglecting it. It will go away. It, go away. it just goes away. It actually just goes away. Because you are not feeding into it. Rare pleasures. Amen. Amen. Yeah. 
Be happy. Me, I like happy people around me. I don't like people who are depressed. No, 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 no. I like people who are happy. I like having happy people around me. Let's be happy. That's all. It's, it's, it's not a sign that you see, the, the, the fruit of the spirit is joy. You see, it's, it's, it's a sign of the fruit of the spirit. It's not a sign that you are all sanguinous. No, it's not sanguine. It's the fruit of the spirit. So, so don't use, don't say that you're de- you are depressed because you are melancholic. No, it's an evil spirit. It's not melancholism. I'm preaching. From today, don't say, oh, but you know, my temperament is different. You, you are, you are, it's evil. <laughs> Oh, because of my no, no, it's evil. You, you, you can be happy. You can and you should be happy. May the presence of God bring you happiness. May I hear the sound of crackling laughter in your rooms. I say, may I hear the sound of crackling laughter in your room? Yes. Yeah. Presence of God. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. It says his presence brings joy. Amen. Next one. His presence will bring, like, his presence also brings direction. Like the play that they showed. That's a good play. His voice brings direction. The Bible says that he led them by the pillar of cloud. Okay? In day. And by, by, by fire at night. God's presence led them. That was a good play. Look, we don't know where we are going now. You know, one of the things I've come to realize that look, a lot of things that I think is right, it ends up not being right. So now, dear, look, Lord, thou knowest. <laughs> Seriously. That's what I'm saying. So now I live by trusting God. I'm more, I'm more will take something when, not, not when. I have done it logically, but I believe in my heart. I rather trust on the peace, the, the peace of God. Hallelujah. That, that is why, you know, as you mature, you get cool. You, you, you don't talk too much. No, I don't talk too much. No, I don't talk too much. Sometimes, sometimes I guys have a lot of opinions. So, but now I don't have opinions at all. I just watch. Because I, 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 I have, have been opinionated and wrong. Especially in the area of marriage. And I'm serious. Especially, I have seen, I've been a pastor for a while, almost 20 years now. I've seen that some marriages that I saw, this guy and this guy, they're a good couple, they will work, they don't work. And I've seen some willigarous person who looks like, oh, some ruffian, he rather marries and it works. So now they're, I'm cool, you bring, I'll marry. <laughs> now, if you ask, that's my wife. I told my husband, no, I have no opinion at all. You bring, I said, you brought this person. He said, you like this person? Yes. Okay, I'll cancel and marry. As whether the person was this, he's like, I've stopped. Because I've seen some, some, some way girls become very good. And some girls who are in the choir become very proud. <laughs> Tell you. So now I beg you. Have you also seen some? I've also seen some. So now, dear Charlie, no opinion. Anything you bring. I have three questions. Do you love him? Yes. Do you love him? Yes. Is he born again? Yes. 
my job. Why she can give me one, two, three? I'm cool. Let's start counseling. Because I have seen people that you think they become the most beastly wives. You'll be surprised. You will think that this is Christian sister who is correct, who is quote unquote, even the virginity is quote unquote. You are not sure. <laughs> even that one is quote unquote. Hey, and you see, so so as for me, I've come to see that so far as I'm concerned, so far as I'm concerned, I have been wrong before. So I'm not see that's why now I don't have a strong opinion about anything. Honestly, I don't have a strong opinion about anything. I just trust God because I know that we all make many mistakes. So I will just ask you in your sincerity, do you know him? Do you love him? The first question is, do you love him? Is he born again? Does he have a job? Come and see Lady Francisca and Epi Lady. For <laughs> That's it. I, I don't. Yeah, because I've seen that you have to be careful. Hallelujah. Your ways are not my ways. And, 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 and some, sometimes, you see, sometimes, let me tell you, sometimes our over-righteousness makes us judgmental. Hallelujah. So let's trust more on the leading of God. He led him by the pillar of cloud by day, by night. Are you hearing me? That is why, that is why when you don't know, talk to a spiritual person. Hallelujah. I can tell you. I can tell you, look, this is God leading you. Amen. Trust more on the leading of God. Hallelujah. Not opinions and See, one of the reasons why people don't believe is prejudice. Okay? Prejudice. Never be prejudiced. Some people enter the church, you may preach powerfully, but they won't believe it. Because they came prejudiced. They have their own mind. Now, be open. God is merciful. I say God is merciful. The day I saw God's, the day I saw that demonstration of God's mercy, Joe was I was with Bishop in, I was with Bishop in um, uh, when uh, this place um, oh yes, I skipped my mind, one of the Latin American countries, um, no, Panama. I was living in Panama, Panama City, big crusade. People have been there all morning. Praying, fasting, singing. Bishop came to preach in the afternoon. In the evening, towards the evening, around five o'clock. Stands on the stage. Start to minister, pray for healing. First testimony. First testimony, Irene. A guy was walking behind the church. He was not in the church. And he saw the radio sign. That there's a crusade going on. You understand? And this guy apparently is a gangster. Who was unable to walk because he has been shot. So he sees the sign. He comes in. 
boom, instantly, this guy who's not even born again, he's healed. People have been in the church from morning, they are not healed. Choristers have been singing in the morning. Prayer warriors have been praying since last night. This gangster of the street. It shows that God is merciful. Don't judge anybody. He does anything by his mercy and by his grace. In fact, that day, that day I saw, I said, hey, God, Mumpa. People have been sitting here. Yeah, God is merciful. Don't judge. You don't even, you see, that's why you don't go by. And the other time was when we were in Liberia. Liberia. I don't know any, whether you've watched um, the, the Liberia War. You know there was a guy called General, General Bat Naked. General Bat Naked. Then you go, go and Google him, General Bat Naked. He was very wild. He killed people. He ate children's hearts in the war. He used to fight naked. That's why he's called Bat Naked. He used to fight naked. That's, those were his powers. So when he eats the hearts, those of you from Liberia, you know what I'm talking about. He eats the hearts so that the bullets cannot strike him. And we want to have a healing Jesus crusade in Moravia. And this guy is born again. So, well, as we were sitting now, hey. now so, 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 this is general. He was sitting behind me. I said, hey! hey. <laughs> Even though I know he was born again, I said, hey, just in case. <laughs> Say he was born again. When I remember the movie, the guy said, "This guy is sitting behind me." Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let me move. Let me. <laughs> yeah, but now he's a full minister of the gospel. He's preaching. He's teaching. You can say God is really, really merciful. The guy was horrible. Kill him. But God is merciful. Only that when I saw him sitting behind me, I'll tell you, I fear small. I say, let me shift now. <laughs> Somebody who is hot, I don't want to sit in front of him. Hallelujah. So he, he brings us direction. Amen. Then another thing is that his presence, which we prayed about on Friday, his presence vindicates you. Hallelujah. There's a, certain, there's a certain vindication that comes from God's presence. Hallelujah. In Psalm, Psalm 17, Psalm 17, maybe we'll pray for that prayer. Psalm 17, verse 1 and 2. Psalm 17, verse 1 and 2. Psalm 17. Give me the amplified version. Amplified. Hear the right, hear the right my righteous cause, Lord. Listen to my shrill and cry. Give ear to my prayer that comes from unfailing lips and guided lips. Let my sentence of vindication come from you. May you, may your eyes behold the things that are just and Say, let my sentence, another person said, like, let the verdict of my vindication come from your presence. Vindication. There's a certain presence of God that vindicates you. I said, there's a certain person where that brings what? Vindicates you. Say, let, my, let your vector present. Because you see, 
At a point, you must get tired of explaining yourself. I said, at a point, you must get tired of what? Explaining yourself. Because, like I say, your friends don't need an explanation. And your enemies will never accept your explanation. So there's no point. Your enemies will never accept it. Those who don't like you, they will never accept the explanation. And those who love you, don't need an explanation. They believe you. So there's a certain presence of God that vindicates you. He said, my presence, there's a certain presence. He said, let them talk. But when that presence, you'll be vindicated. You will be vindicated. I say you will be vindicated. The verdict will that you are free. The verdict that you are okay. Because there's a presence that brings vindication. And I shared with them, look. I shared, I told you, success. Success is a vindicator of itself. Do you hear what I said? Success is a vindicator of itself. You see, no matter what you do, people will criticize you, but once you succeed, everybody will shut up. Hallelujah. So there's a certain presence, thank you. There's a certain, success is a vindicator of itself. No matter what you do, people will criticize you. But once you succeed, everybody will change their mind. Suddenly you are right. Yeah. So there's a certain presence of God that brings the success that vindicates you. Look, if you like, say that oh, I'm quitting school. I'm quitting school and I'm going to sell this thing. You will get a lot of criticism. You foolish man, useless. You are quitting school. All this, all the investment, you are going to sell this, they will criticize you. But the day this thing begins to make millions, the same people will say, Oh wow, you had foresight. You were really late. Because success is a vindicator of itself. Are you hearing me? Yeah. And there's a certain presence that vindicates. Huh. Even, even it vindicates itself. I say it vindicates itself. May the presence of God vindicate you. I say may the presence of God vindicate you. Some of you knew as you were traveling, people were criticizing. Why are you moving? Is it, is it, they are waiting for you to go back penniless. By the day you land with your wealth, they'll say, oh wow. The same person, they'll turn their mouth. Like I said on Friday, I had a friend. I know a friend. I know somebody. I know somebody who one was going to marry. The in-laws did not like him at all. So they were waiting for trouble to happen. But somehow the guy succeeded. And became very well established. So later on in life, he was with his friends. Then his mother-in-law came around. So they told his friend, oh, this is my mother-in-law. Oh, the mother said, oh, no, no, no. You are not, you are not a son-in-law. In my family, you are not a son You are actually a son. So you look at it. <laughs> There's no son in law, you are a son. It's like the same person. May your success validate you. I said, May your success validate you. There's a certain presence that comes. A lot of things I do, people criticize you. But once you succeed, they will shut up. They will shut up. They will be, they will, they will be forced to eat their words. Hallelujah. Success vindicates you. Hallelujah. My goodness. 
I think it's a good prayer. We should pray that prayer today. That, Lord, may your presence, that vindicates, be with me. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you see, when you take a decision, not everybody, people will criticize you. Hallelujah. And, and, and some, some, sometimes, you may even doubt yourself. But there's a certain presence that will vindicate you. Hallelujah. And then finally, for today, for today, there's a certain presence of the Lord that guards the nations. Amen. Zechariah chapter 2 verse 10. Zechariah chapter 2 verse 10. It says that, sing, Zechariah chapter 2 verse 10. Hallelujah. It says that, Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion, for lo, I come. I will dwell in the midst of thee, saith the Lord. And many nations shall be joined. I will dwell in the midst of thee, and many nations shall be joined to the Lord in that day. Amen. Amen. There is a certain presence of God that attracts many nations. Hallelujah. Yes, you understand? There's a certain presence of God. When God is present in the church, the nationality doesn't matter. Yeah. Now, once God is present, you will see that many nations are drawn. Hallelujah. Every time, when you go to our first love, where our prophet is, almost every nation is there. And they don't even feel like foreigners. There is a certain presence of God that attracts people from all nations. Amen. And I pray that may that presence be here. Amen. That all nations will be attracted. People don't even feel like foreigners. No. Because. 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 I say because. The real word of God is like water. The Bible calls it the water of the word. And there's something about water. Water is universal. There's no, there's no African water. There's no Jamaican water. There is no Indian water. And no matter your color, your race, when you are thirsty, you drink the same water. But, they are, but there is African soup. There's Chinese soup. There's wonton soup. So it was Prophet, it was Prophet Kaka who told me that, look, let the word be like water. It doesn't matter where you are. But when you, 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 it be like soup, that is when other people will feel like they are strange. Because Chinese men cannot drink your palm no soup. But when this is like water, when it's like water, every nation can taste it. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and listen, listen, we need to, you say, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men. If I be lifted up, I will draw all men. So let Christ be lifted up and then let all nations be drawn to him. And for you and I, for you and I, for you and I, Rhoda, for you and I, our life will become enriched as we interact with many nations. Yes. Yes. You don't even know how much your life is limited because you know only yourself. You only know your kind. Some of you, like I said on Friday, you don't know how good a marriage you have if you marry a Chinese man. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine all nations. 
Chinese is here, Japanese is here, Korean is here, American is here, and they are all born again. You find out that ah, as it was much better to marry a Chinese than that woman. Listen to me. Listen to me. If you had married that Chinese man, you will see that so far as that man is concerned, the family is me and my children. So there's no external family. Bring this, bring that, bring that, bring that. <laughs> Your mother-in-law has come to stay come to visit for two years. No! Eh? Your, your, your daughter will be called Lucy Chang. <laughs> oh, Akosia Chang. Ah, Akosia Chang, this is coming. So cute. <laughs> Stand up to your feet and let's close. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your, your presence that vindicates your God. Your presence that attracts many nations. Thank you, Holy Spirit. With every head bowed and every eye closed, you are here, you are not born again. The Bible said, What shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world? And loses his soul. His presence that brings salvation. Before we leave this place, you have heard me preach, but we preach about Jesus. We talk about his presence. So this afternoon, if you are here, you are not saved. If you don't know Jesus as your personal savior, don't leave his presence without accepting him. There's room at the cross for you. So with every eye closed, you say, Pastor, I want you to pray for me. And I will pray for you. I need his presence. I want to be saved. If you want me to pray for you, to give your life to Jesus. This afternoon, there's room at the cross for you. Why don't you lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. You want to be saved. At the cross for you. Make sure that you are born again. There is room. Salvation. The Salvation is calling. For you. Salvation is calling. Salvation is calling. Oh God. Dominions have come. Yes, Lord. There is still room for one. God is calling us. There is room. young or old. The Salvation is calling. Make sure that you are saved. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There is room. Thank you, Holy Spirit. At the cross. There's room at the cross for you. For you. Father, we thank you for this afternoon. Thank you for your presence. That brings salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen.
We hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.